I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Far too often I meet couples who are getting married without having sufficient time to know each other or to develop meaningful relationship before marriage. They feel they love each other and that's all they need. Love, love, love. Is love enough? The reality is that they are sexually involved and sex is always sweet even if the hearts are not sweet. It's difficult to distinguish the difference if you are moving too fast and sexually involved. Rushing into marriage is a recipe for disaster. There are some people who get married quickly because they do not want to have sex before marriage, but they are so sexually hot, so they rush into the marriage just to have legal sex. The problem is sex does not prove you love each other or that love will last. It only proves one thing. Your sex organs are working. However, it does not prove that they will continue to work after marriage. That's serious. Both of these extremes are dangerous. Rushing because you are involved or rushing to avoid prematurely being involved are dangerous. This is why you must make friends with time. Time is the most important ingredient in a healthy budding relationship. One of my favorite authors says this in Making a Balance Between the Two. Here is a quote. Make haste slowly. That's by Ellen G. White. How much time a couple really needs before getting married? Many years ago, I shared that from the time a couple can say they are seriously in love to the time of marriage, it should be at least one year. It is even better when the courtship lasts about two years, but not really too far after that, which includes an engagement period for about six months to nine months. Why do I say at least a year? Both individuals in a romantic relationship need to know about each other's personal values, family traditions and rituals, along with cultural differences. I have observed that the best way for this to happen is to allow at least one year for the relationship. That will permit individuals to know each other's expectations and practices during birthdays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, summer, and winter vacations, etc., One can be as smart as Voltaire and talkative as Jerry Lewis, but unless these events and rituals are experienced together before marriage, an unwise decision might be made. You might discover irreconcilable differences too late. In addition, this time would test the effect of disappointment, tension, arguments, opposition, sadness and joy, forgiveness, unconditional love, and the onset of uncontrollable desires. Do not cut yourself short of the joys of courtship. Enjoy the thrills of loving someone before you say, I do. In other words, one would want some fundamental questions answered before the final decision is made. Questions like, what are some of the special activities my friend likes to do to entertain him or herself? Do they seriously conflict with my own views and practices of social entertainment? What are my friends' family expectations of me? 
Am I expected to attend every Christmas dinner, every birthday party, every Thanksgiving dinner, no matter what? There are many more questions about finance, family size, and so forth. Some of these you can only talk about, but there are others you must have the time to experience together. A very common thing couples do is living together before there is an understanding about each other or the relationship. This is a big mistake. After meeting each other on Tuesday and by Monday of the next week or at the end of the month, they are living together. They start living like a married couple, but they are not married. It is a very confusing situation. Research tells us that cohabiting before marriage is not really an advantage and can often be unhealthy. More so, living together too soon in the unmarried relationship distorts the possibility of making an objective decision about the relationship. Some females view the relationship different than the men and get jealous when he talks to other women. Still, there are some women who would be having sex for the first time thinking it will be a long permanent relationship. When things go terrible in the relationship, she's depressed and troubled because she does not want to have sex with another person. Her dreams are shattered. On the other hand, he does not understand what the problem is all about. I wish more of our single, young and older persons would take the time in developing relationships. You have nothing to lose. I like what writer Paul Hudson says in his article in defense of taking it slow. Why you shouldn't rush into love. Here's what he says. It's not a race. I know that this person is the only thing you want. He or she, all you think about and yearn for. That's a good sign. But take it slow. If you treat love like a race, you're treating it like something that can be won and owned. If you treat love like a race, then there must be a finish line. And then what? You're on to the next race. Love is something that needs to be maintained and constantly created. A race always has a winner and a loser. Love is different. In love, you win and lose together. Love shouldn't be rushed because it is not an end goal. Love is not a game. It's not a race. It's not a collectible. Love is life. It is not meant to be kept in your pocket. It's meant to be live. Don't rush. Just do. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart. <laughs>